Hi mamas and welcome to another episode of Moms with Moms. Moms offering moms support with moms on microphones. If you're new here, we always grab a coffee cup and we drink a coffee, a mimosa, vodka, or whatever. Today I have Angela here with me who is pregnant, so we're doing something a little bit different and we're having brisk. If you're a regular person, please make sure you have your coffee because today we're going to talk about being pregnant in your 40s. I have Angela Whitbeck with me, who is on an episode of Wife Swap, who's come to talk about all of the things with being in your 40s and being pregnant. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Hi, I, my <laughs> name is Angela. Um, I live here in the Capital Region and I am 44 years old. In August, I was I turned 44 and I am seven months pregnant. I'm due January 21st. I already have... He's in January. Your baby is? No, mine. I'm, I'm, my oh, birthday is in oh, January. Oh, nice. Nice. So January 21st is my due date and um, I have already have two, four children, two girls, two boys and... Oldest is 23, youngest is 12, um, and I have a 18 and 16-year-old, so. And you have two boys and two girls. Yes. That's a crazy range. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was having a girl because it was like, girl, boy, girl, boy. Yeah. So everybody was like, oh, you're having a girl, and then we found out it was a boy, so it was pretty exciting. Yeah. Did you want either or, or did you want, I absolutely want a girl? Like, where were you with what you wanted? I didn't care, but I really thought I was having a girl, so yeah. like, I planned the whole thing. I was like, her name is going to be, and I had all these outfits and little bell bottoms <laughs> like that. It was so, and then when I found out I was a boy, I like cried, but out of excitement, you know, because yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah. Yeah, it was great. And we're, we're excited. We're excited. What's different like this time around than the other times? Um, I feel like the technology is different. Yeah. Um, I found out what I was having 12 weeks into my pregnancy, even though I was 12 weeks when I found out I was pregnant, um, I, they told me like the gender, like right away. And I was like, what the heck is going on? I had to wait 20 weeks The you know, all the other times yeah. because you just waited for your second sonogram and that was it. And then here they're like, oh no, we do everything by blood test. Here's all the answers. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much at one time. So the technology is definitely different. Like the first sonogram was like like his face you could see everything yeah and i was like and he was like smirking and the lady was like he's smirking at me and she was a russian lady and i was like how is this real like i don't i now i have a picture of what he looks like like i'm like this is crazy to me so exciting it's cool scary yeah because you're kind of like wow is there any yeah it's not even anticipation anymore it's kind of like well, we're just waiting for him to arrive now you know because you've seen what he is you know what he know is. what you look like all right so <laughs> Yeah, so that's about, I, I think that's the most surprising thing for me. Yeah. And what people are telling me I need. Oh, you're going to need, like, the this and that with your, for the baby room. And I'm like, I'm just getting a monitor. You know, like, I just, I, I'm, some of the stuff I think is unnecessary and expensive. So. Yes. Well, and you've already had a couple of kids. So it's like, yeah. I knew what I needed for this and I knew what I didn't need for this. Yeah. So, no, right. Thanks, but no thanks. And we did the, we did the bottle warmers and the wipe warmers and we didn't use them. Because it's really, when you're changing a diaper, you're not like, so across the room where it's plugged in, grab me the warm wipe. It's like, no, give me, let's get the poop off the baby. And they really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, we were, when we were looking at what to get and put on our registry, that's what some of the things are. People are like, oh, are you going to do a bottle warmer or uh, a wipe warmer? I said, well, no. 
And uh-huh. some babies absolutely need the bottle to be warmed up, but he's never needed it, and he doesn't care what the temperature is. He's yeah. like, just give that thing to me, and I'm done. Right, right. So. And I got a lot. So this lady was on Marketplace, and she was selling clothes. Yeah. And I only wanted this Carhartt overall set, and it was $40. She gave me... I'm telling you, the entire wardrobe oh my for $40, and she added a bottle warmer in <laughs> and a monitor in, and I was like, well, I didn't even have to pay for it, so I guess I'll, I mean, I'll try it, but... Well, if you don't have to pay for it, why yeah. not try it? Yeah. Yeah, so, That's yeah. been really nice. I've been a marketplace mama for this one, because we didn't have that back then. We got hand-me-downs, or you had a baby shower? Um, the buy-nothing groups are my best friends. Yeah. Because people just want to get rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I will take this. Yeah. And you just wipe it down, you do it. I'm not a bougie mom, I'm an affordable mom. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Same. I'm so cheap. I, I'm so cheap. Uh, I will say the one thing that we did put on our registry that I think was the best thing that we ever could have put on was a baby breeze mm-hmm. It's like a baby Keurig. Okay. So you just press a button and it automatically makes your bottle for you. That, so you where don't, does the milk come from? You just pour it in. So oh. yeah, it has, think of a Keurig, right? Where you have the, um, yeah. you put the K-cup in. So this, you put the formula in, it sits in there. You got to clean it out and everything. Right. But you put the formula in, you put the water in, and then it just does it all by itself for you. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even complain. You're like, thank it you. It is. Because at like 1 a.m. when you are so tired, oh, yeah. and then again at 2 a.m., and then again at 3, you don't want to sit there and keep shaking yeah. the bottle and making it. So yeah, that's definitely nice. When you found out you were pregnant, tell us like that story. Like how, how did that look? What happened and how are you feeling? Um... So I'm 43 and I had my period one time this year. So I'm thinking because I went to OB, I went to doctor. Yeah. They're like, you're premenopausal. It's going to be normal. I had broken up with my person like months before. And I was like, dang, I didn't have my period in like three months. And I was like, oh, it's fine. And I went Memorial Day. We went up to, um, the lake and I got really sunburned and I got sick as hell, like yeah. throwing up, called into work, whatever. Finally ended up in the emergency room because I was dehydrated and the doctor was like, did you know that you were pregnant? And I was like, thighs. And I was like, that's not true. You're and like, I, you're funny. Yeah. And I made an appointment the next day and my OB was like, yeah, you're pregnant. Did the sonogram that day. Oh, Arms and legs because I'm 12 weeks and three days. And I was like, Holy F. Yeah. I I, like, I panicked. I was like, what am I going to do? I'm not even with this person anymore. I have no interest. And here you are. I'm carrying a human again. And I'm old. It was supposed to be hot girl summer. Like, no lie. Now it's mom girl summer. (laughs) Now it's pregnant girl. Like, sitting in in bed like, what the heck? And all my friends are like, you are so dumb. And I'm like, well, it happens. And, and they're all excited. We're excited now. They're like, it's funny because my best friend of 30 years, she lives in the area. She moved up here to be near me and she is like more excited than I am about it. So, yeah. But yeah, it was a shock. Yeah. I thought like now I, I, I mean, I was so late in pregnancy, which I mean, I'm not, I'm pro-choice, but I don't know if I'm pro-choice for myself. Yeah. Especially after having children. So I was just kind of like, I oh my gosh, I'm really going to do this. So I've been on panic mode, I think, mm-hmm. like from day one. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Am I ready for this? Like literally tra- being like, am I going to have enough diapers? Am I, cause I, and I had a transition jobs. 
um, because my car broke down and I, it was 35 minutes away. So I got a job that was closer to home just to make things more convenient and all this. And, um, maternity leave is going to be a tough one for me. So, but there's ways around it and really working on it, but, and being single at my age all at the same time. And it's been 12 years since you've had a baby baby. And things are so different now. So different. So different. And scary because yeah. there, now there's the internet. So people post their stillborns and people, which I have nothing against that, but traumatic for people who are pregnant, who are having a lot of anxiety about their age because there are so many things that can happen. Yes. Um, even though I was told by my OB that she's like, you're in better shape than most 25 year old it's only because of obesity and things like that and i'm just not obese yeah. i'm just i don't I, I mean i eat a lot but i just take care of myself and walk a lot and you know and all that so i kind of cancel out a lot of that stuff so i'm lucky and it's still aspect. scary oh yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah because especially of the internet like i'll post myself on like tiktok or whatever and they're like oh yeah my friend just lost her baby at 32 weeks or or you know what i mean i'm like why are you telling me this and I, and my OB is like, shut your effing phone off. She's this hippie lady up in Latham. I love her to death. She doesn't deliver though. That's the only thing I know. I have to have another doctor do that, but she's just an awesome OB. And, um, she's just like, just stop. Just turn it off. Turn it off. Cause some people just talk to talk. So, well, it's hard because you also get so much unsolicited advice. Yeah. So when some people are telling you, I remember when I was pregnant and I, I was working a lot. So that way when I went on maternity yeah. leave, I didn't have to stress about certain things. Right. And everybody's like, oh, well, that's going to increase your chances of postpartum depression. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. I don't, I don't need to hear this. Yeah. So the unsolicited advice is just it's always. It's so annoying. It it's is. It's so annoying. I used to, when I'm, my last child, I was, I was a hairdresser for 10 years. Yeah. And I'm still doing hair and. I had people go, well, don't dye your hair. And I was a hairdresser. We dyed her hair every... I was going to say, there's... And I'm like, why? And I go to the doctor. I'm like, why? I, I, am I not supposed to dye my hair? And the guy's like, my... The OB at the time was like, are you drinking it? Like, what <laughs> What exactly are you doing? Like, and the same thing, I was using retinol on my face. I'm older. I use retinol on my face. And I was... You need to. At some age, listen, yeah. we're all for that. Take care of yourself. Yeah, so. right. So I'm all about skincare. So I'm using retinol on TikTok. This lady comes into my live and was like, retinol is going to cause huge problems for your baby. And I was like, what? I'm like, oh my God. And I'm call I'm emailing the doctor. I'm making appointments. <laughs> Doctor's like, stop listening to these idiots. Are you drinking it? She's like, are you rubbing retinol on your belly? No. And I'm like, absolutely not. Why would you need? And she was like, stop listening to these idiots. She's well, like, I mean, it makes sense. Like if you're doing things to an extreme, yeah, like if you're like, dyeing your hair every week or something yeah. like that, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. But once in a great while, it's yeah. like having, it's really just inhaling. You can't have deli meat at all. You're supposed to heat it up for 30 seconds. Yeah, forget that. No. I'm like, have you, I'm not putting a sandwich in the microwave. It's not it's happening. Yeah. I, I had deli meat, not a lot, but I had it like a couple of times towards the end of yeah, my pregnancy when yeah. I knew he was okay. Yeah. And there was one day I wanted so bad. I wanted, I don't even remember what it was. I wanted something. Like Subway. I th it had to been Subway or Jersey subs or yeah. whatever. Oh, it was the, um, the sub. <laughs> it was the, uh. Ah, oh, like the the TikTok sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted that, mm -hmm. and I I had it. But it, 
that's the thing is yeah. you're gonna get that people are gonna be like oh this is terrible this is terrible like okay don't eat tuna they said and i love tuna fish sand- sandwiches and like tuna fish on crackers and i'm like i said it i was like if you're eating tuna that has so much mercury in it that <laughs> you're gonna cause i was like yes. that's a you problem like you need to find out where you're getting your tuna like from. pay like, attention to yeah. what you're things in moderation i don't think are horrible for no, your, you no. and your baby i yeah. think it's crazy okay so you told us about what you felt Mm-hmm. How did the conversation go with your kids when you told your kids that you were pregnant? So I called my oldest daughter the second I find out. And she was like, lies, you're lying. And then she was like, are you? And she was like, okay, I have to process this. But my oldest daughter, I had her when I was 19. So we grew up together. Yeah. So then it was her bringing me back down to earth and be like, this, because I'm not with the father. So I'm like, <gasps> what am I going to do? And she's like, this baby already has an army behind him. Don't, you know, like, yeah. just was completely my support unit. And then my Maverick and Lyric are my middle children. They're my 18 and 16-year-old. And they were like, no, you're not. And then and then when they came to terms with it, they're like, we're not babysitting. <laughs> because they have two younger siblings. Their dad remarried, and um, they have two younger siblings. And yeah. they're older, so younger siblings are like, you know. I have to take care. This is my yeah. responsibility. And yeah. they babysit a lot. And, you know, and it's all a part of being a sibling. I think, yeah. You know? And then my 12-year-old was just like, it better be a boy. <laughs> because he's like, I cannot, because it's two girls yeah. at dad's house. And he's like, I'm done with girls. So when he found out it was a girl, it was exciting for him. He's getting more and more excited. Yeah. It's weird they won't touch my belly. Really? Because when they were babies, they always were like, let me get my, I want it. And now they're like. Ew, they like saw him move the other day, like literally just like do a somersault and they're like, oh, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I wonder what makes it different this time for them. Is it because they're older maybe? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. My 18 year old son is very worrisome about me. So like he worries constantly about my health and my emotional health because, you know, I'm so emotional. And so that affects him. Like, yeah. And then but my 16 year old, she's kind of like, can we just get this? over with already and get this baby here and get back to normal because we're tiptoeing around mom and and i do everything anyways but i have slowed down a bit you know well yeah so and they're not used to that either i'm go 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 so now i'm like what about your energy level so like when you were younger obviously 19 you Mm -hmm. have a lot of energy and then fast forward you probably have a lot more energy with the other kids is your energy level this time around pregnant different okay i know it's gonna sound crazy I feel so much healthier now than I did back then. And I think it's because I didn't take care of, we didn't drink yeah. tons of water. We didn't eat avocados for breakfast because it's great protein or, you know, may, like incorporate healthy foods into the day because they were good for us and actually tasted good because we didn't know how to cook them or anything yeah. like that. And now that that's like the era, I mean, I feel way more healthier now and I think that's why my pregnancy is going so well. And there's no like, ooh, let's check this out. Like, I still haven't taken my diabetes test. And my yeah. doctor, I saw him the other day. And he, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I just, I don't have time. And I really don't want to. And he was like, I'm not really concerned about you. But you have to yeah. take it. Because we do like the extra blood work that's taken with it. So that's, I mean, my energy level has been way better now than then. I, I, I have to admit, I, I really do. Because I, I hardly nap. Sometimes really? I'm like, I should be napping. Like, you know, and I do get tired. I definitely do. But I even find myself sleeping a little deeper. Dreams are a little weird, but. <laughs> the dreams are crazy yeah, when oh you're pregnant. God. 
Oh my god. I like nuts. Like the craziest dreams. You're like, yeah. what the hell did I just have a dream about? Like I don't even know what this is. Just the other day, I had the like I have cats and they're like my children. Yeah. And I like had a dream that my cat was like in a in the washing machine and like I know oh, it was vivid. Woke myself up like <gasps> and told my son about it the next day. My son's like, yeah, no, we don't dream. Like that. Have those type of I know. Mom. I'm like, I don't know what that meant, but that was crazy. So yeah. So the dreams, but I mean, as far as anything else goes, and I'm also more mindful. Like I make, if I don't take my prenatal vitamin, I get up and I take it. Yeah. And I was younger. You didn't take them as much. I was like, F it. I'm already in bed. And also not to mention, I wasn't, I, my ex-husband's a great dad. But we are we have toxic marriage, you know. We got yeah. married very young and should probably shouldn't have as many children as we had in such a short amount of time, especially for mental health reasons. But yes. um that made you unhealthy. So I feel like now that I'm single, which is crazy to say while well, I'm pregnant, um, and I'm so independent and I'm so more mindful of myself as opposed to keeping another human another grown human happy and Things like that. It's different. And your kids are good and they're older. So yeah. it's not like you have to worry about... Oh, I mean, they stress me there. out. for I, They of make course. me cry at least once a week. But it's because I'm emotional. <laughs> You're pregnant. Yeah. So and, excuse. Yeah. And I, and I will fight my 16-year-old any day. You know? But, like, other than that, other than that, I just feel better. Yeah. You know? Smarter. Which... That... I guess that makes sense. Because it's... You've already... Again, you've already been through it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And... I think it's an interesting perspective the way you say, like, you only have to worry about you and your baby right yeah. now. Obviously, your other kids, too, but right. oh, you yeah. don't have to worry about a significant other saying, oh, you need to do this for the baby. We right. need to do this for the baby. It's just like, nope. It's yeah. just me. I get to figure out what I want to do with I this do, kid. Uh, yeah, I, I'm doing it. I mean, I had the stressors of being single and not saying, like, the father of the baby that's in my belly. It's whole ordeal, but um, I, I just have learned that you this is not important right now. Yeah. This is important right now. Getting prepared for the baby and worrying about my house and keeping a roof under me over me and my kid's head. And it's just become my focus for that. You so know? you've been able to prioritize better. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that came with age? Do you think that comes with being single? Like, what do you think I, makes that be the thing? I'm probably because of, like, trauma from past relationships. Yeah. Like, you know, like, just other relationships where you were like, what was I th- thinking putting up with the sh- I put up with all those years yeah. and all that time I wasted and the abuse I put on myself yeah and not to mention the abuse I put on other people and you know and my poor kids I had to watch me like fail relationships and cry and be broken you know and now I refuse yep I refuse like I I, I mean they see me cry and they see me my feelings hurt or they see I'm frustrated and and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with apologizing to my kids constantly for things they see that I don't think they should even see at 18 years old. But I feel like I'm so much prouder of myself now yeah. and the way they see me now than they did when I was in like horrible relationships. Well, and I think it's important. I think that society expects us to be, I always talk about society and things, but it's so true. Society and social media has really impacted parenting and yeah. the way people are. Society makes this picture of we have to be the perfect mom. Yeah. Don't show your kid crying. Don't show your kid that you're struggling. You should show your kid. Absolutely. Because your kids are observing you and how you handle situations. Right. Yeah. So if they don't see you do that, 
how are they going to know how to handle something? Right. They're going to know in a different way, but seeing you, it's like, okay, well, mom handled this this way. Or maybe you handle something, they're like, ooh, I don't want to handle that way the way right, mom did. Right, right, But I think it's totally appropriate to show the vulnerability and to be open with your feelings because right. then these kids are going to be like, okay, like your boys. Yeah. Oh, I can be emotional. It's okay for me to be emotional. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely I feel that way. And their dad's completely opposite for me. He feels yeah. like maybe a little tough skin, but I'm always like, if you're feeling that way, then let's talk about it because yeah. I'm definitely going to. <laughs> I don't know what you there, mean. There say something. No holding back here, I promise <laughs> you. So, but yeah. So I, I don't know. I love, and even my kids say it, my oldest one especially, it was just like, you're just, you've been through so much and you, and no matter what, you make it happen. And I like to say that I did it on my own at this point. I mean, I mean before I had, I, I tell my kids, I'm like, it's so different. They, what's different now is I don't have your dad. I worry after having the baby that I'm going to give birth and I'm going to be breastfeeding at night and I'm going to be doing this at night and I'm not going to have that significant other to be like, hey, can you just give him a bottle first? That's what scares me, that that's going to be the overwhelming part of my, yes, you know, um, being single and pregnant and over 44 and being a little bit more emotional and my body might jump right into menopause. So things might just like, you know, well, cause your hormones are going to probably be yeah. even more out of whack than yeah. they were with the other ones. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. you're older. And my doctor warned me about it. He's like, just when you have the baby, remember your body might just automatically be like, okay, she's done cooked, yeah. you know? And he's like, you gotta be mindful about it. And I'm med free. Like I've been med free for five years. I used to always take the Prozac and Lexapros and all that stuff. I decided to stop that because I, I don't, I, I like the way I am without it, even yeah. though I do, did have to learn some coping skills and things like that. And he's like, you just have to, she, she and he, um, or you just have to be very mindful of that. And so now that I, I'm, I am, I am almost paranoid about it. <laughs> I'm literally going, I'm like, I'd be crazy. I'm be crazy. I know it, but did you have any postpartum depression with any of your kids? I I think I went through it with all of them, to be honest. Yeah. Um, not, my oldest, like, I probably didn't recognize as much because I was so young. Yes. But and it with, wasn't as talked yeah. about back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My mom never even, I mean, my mom went to therapy, but she never was on any, like, drugs, yeah. you know? And then um, it, back then, everybody dealt with their issues and drank and did drugs. Yeah, that's that's what, how you and, coped. Right. And when I was 19, I, I don't know if I had, po- I don't think I did. I just went, had her and I was, I know I was still too young. I'm good. Thank God I have my parents because no telling where we'd be. But then with my, my son and my daughter, I, my son was the worst. I went into a really bad postpartum and then I started to give prescriptions one after another. And that's what I think well, ruined my mental health. Like, yeah. I think that just being doctors being like, oh, feeling depressed here you're feeling anxiety so here. instead of having you learn how to do coping skills first yeah they're just like we're gonna give you this we're gonna first. give you so- we're gonna give you something to alter the way you feel and yeah. some of them take your libido away what does that mess with your marriage non-disclaimer we're not medical experts <laughs> yeah. this is just personal experience <laughs> this, is, this is personal experience but like things like that mess with your marriage like yeah. you know what i mean or you get emotional more or you this and that and it's like i just that's why i stopped meds completely did some therapy you know went into yoga and then just started i'm kind of a workaholic now yeah. which i was never before i actually hate working but i now i'm like gotta work you know yeah. and it's a good coping 
in some ways, but you know. I guess what you'll kind of have to do is you'll have to look at, okay, this is what kind of triggered me last time. This yeah. is when I started to feel those postpartums. Yeah. That's probably going to be the best thing for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think so. I hope so. Yeah. I, I hope so because even my friends, they're all older and they're all like, I would have no... I said to my best friend the other day, I was like, hey, here's my hospital bag. I packed all this stuff. Do you think I need to? And she was like, why in the F are you asking me? My son is, our sons are three months apart. And she's like, I have no clue what you need to put in that bag. Yeah. And I was like, I'll Google it. It's fine. <laughs> all I can say is I did do an episode on this. Do not overpack. Yeah. Because <laughs> I overpacked and it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm just um, bringing one bag because somebody said, don't bring need. a diaper and a U bag. Nope. Don't. And don't bring all the diapers and wipes. Let the hospital do that for you. Yep. So I was like, I think I remember that part. Because I remember my ex-husband and me would be like sticking everything in the bag. That's what we did. Well, the, you get it for, you pay $30,000 oh, yeah. to have a baby. So guess what? We're going to take some of those wipes. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, And you were talking about how one of the things you're worried about is waking up in the night. And yeah. stuff like that. So do you have like support? Is there people that you have to lean on or you're just like, you know what? I'll lean on them if I have to type of thing. Um, to be honest, I don't, I'm not the, I don't have family here. I only have my kids here. And then I have my best friend of 30 years. She works a lot. She has her own life. She's going to be my birth partner though. Oh, so okay. that's my, but I can't expect her to like be at my house and help with the baby, even though I, I know she wouldn't anyways, cause she's like, she sleeps like a log. So I know I, I'm going to just have to prepare myself to do it and be ready for it. And I think I'm strong enough to do it. I mean, you've I, had four kids, so, and you've had a lot of yeah, trauma and stuff that you've dealt with, so yeah, this will probably be nothing. I'm sure if I'm caving, I yes. I can reach out to her, or, you know, I have, I do have a lot of friends, you know, yeah. not as close as her, where I would be like, it's one o'clock in the morning, be like, okay, I'm gonna, like, jump, <laughs> you know, yeah. she would definitely come, but um, I think I'm, I think I'm capable, you know, so, done it this, this long. I was gonna say, it's your fifth kid, yeah. so it's not like, you know that it's not gonna last forever. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things I wish as a first-time mom and first-time dad, like, that's the hardest thing is keeping reminding ourselves, like, this doesn't last forever. This doesn't last forever. Right. You know it doesn't last forever. Facts. You're like, I just have to get over this hurdle. That's yeah. all I got to do. I got to get yeah. over the newborn stage of where I have to wake up every two hours to feed them. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So what would you like to tell moms or what would you want told to you? Three things for advice. With this situation, with being 40 and pregnant? Um, it's not the end of the world being 40 and pregnant. Um, definitely take care of yourself. And it's crazy how many people are waiting yeah. now to have babies. Have babies because people are getting married at 40 for the first time in their life. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not the end of the world medically. Yes. And also, I don't know, if you take care of yourself... I, I, I you're not going to feel like the old lady who's like pregnant. Crap. Yeah. Like yeah. I've seen people who are in their late thirties that really struggle yeah. to be pregnant. And if you take care of yourself and are just mindful of what you put into your body and how you treat your body, walk, exercise, don't plop, do nothing. You're, it is going to make a world of difference for yourself. So. Yeah. And then one more thing, advice is at over 40, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't put retinol on your baby bum. <laughs> don't put retinol on your baby bum. And don't dye your baby's hair. Yeah. Don't drink a whole bottle of dye. 
Just don't do it. Don't do it, folks. You did say, too, is you talked about your mental health. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps, too, is the way you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I'm just going to let this go. Yeah. So I think that is something that I think you've learned to kind of, like, this is not that big of a deal. Right. It's going to happen. It's going to be okay. And don't get me wrong. I'm the queen of making big deals out of things. (laughs) America's best messed me up today. Like, maybe we fought today. But, like, I will attach myself to things. But as far as being single, pregnant, and... 44 and working a crappy job like it is what it is and we got to do what we got to do and we got to you know fight for what we we we're you know like you you reap the benefits that you can and and do what you gotta do times are hard and you figure it out you figure it out you're gonna figure it out it's gonna be okay yeah Yeah, i'm excited about it i'm excited about it now at first i was kind of like oh my god but now i'm like this is gonna be cool and what's your son's name gonna be? August Riley. Oh, so I love it. yeah, I love it. we're excited. Augie, I like Augie. But... I like Augie too. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, I think Augie's great. Like, Augie's great. It's different too. It's yeah. not super common, yeah. but it's not. It's not like some of the kids where you're like, oh my god, that's a name weird name. It's like wow. Yeah, I'm my daughter Brooklyn was like, um, I, if he comes out with red hair though, Augie and red hair, and she's like, I literally see Augie with red hair, and I was like, shut. I don't, yeah, I don't know anybody with right. red hair. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> no, I, now I got that image. I think that way about Ethan's, too. I'm like, red hair and Ethan. Yes. <laughs> like, or blonde and blue eyes. Yeah, right. Yep. 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 Typical white boys. Yeah. Probably should cut that out. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm only about white people. <laughs> I always say that's why people should be. We do, too. I always say yes. that. And everybody I work with is, is black, and they're all like, you're white girl. And I was like, but I can own it. I can own it. Outside. All right. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Very exciting time. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. Of course. Um, as always, I'm going to give you guys her TikTok name. Go follow her TikTok. I got banned from TikTok, so I haven't seen all of her stuff. She did show me some cool videos and it really is great. Kind of follows her journey with pregnancy and just being real honest and again, authentic self. That's what we're all about. And if you are listening on Spotify, because I know I have some of you on Spotify now, the all of the pages and all of the things that I'm going to tell about are in the description. So please go follow, like, all those fun things. And if you are on Spotify, hit the follow button. So for Instagram and Facebook, this is my page and my link right here. And then if you liked this episode, please hit the like button. And if you want to tune in for next week's episode, of course, you need to subscribe so you get those notifications and comment as always. If you have anything that you'd like to talk about or anything that you want to mention, or if you have any questions for her, I can always direct them to her and have that. And I'm always open to having any kind of mom, anybody join our page and talk about all things that suck with parenthood taboos, a pregnancy, and postpartum. So, cheers to being in your 40s, pregnant, and thriving. I have to bleep all this out. (laughs) I'm an F-bomb mom, don't you worry. So am I. (laughs) But thank you guys for joining us. Continue to thrive and survive. Bye, besties.